Equip your students with the tools they need for financial literacy with Beyond Personal Finance, proud sponsors of our show. Beyond Personal Finance's unique approach for teens and tweens takes the student on a journey through their avatar's financial future through fun, interactive, and informative modules designed to open their eyes to the power of their choices. In one semester, your student will design the future to see if their avatar makes it to retirement. This will be the class your student talks about for the rest of their lives. Come see at beyondpersonalfinance.com. Hi, and welcome to It's Not About Money, the money podcast for intentional parents, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Charlotte McKinley. <laughs> yes. The artist of adulting. However, Do you disagree with me that no, you're lovely? No, 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 no. That's not arrogant at all. My lovely wife, and you say, yes, no, yes, I am No, it's because I'm trying to get you to be quiet so I can have the first word here. My, We've just spent the past 10 minutes... Um, in a discussion around this list that I brought today. You bought a list? <laughs> what? So I have this list on uh, boredom busters, I call it. And boredom busters, we got a list and alliteration. <laughs> You're killing it, Charlie. And on my list, I it is formatted what I consider to be cutely. Matt believes that there is a box I, that should not be. I need, look, honestly, we're off. <laughs> We're not on plan right now. I'm for jumping the in right now. I know you're no, trying to get I'm to the trying bunch. to get them. Stop I'm trying it. to get them on my side. Okay. Well, here's I'm going to give everyone an assignment today. When you've listened to the podcast, I want you to go and get the show notes or go to the website. What's the website? It's not about moneypodcast.com. Okay, that website. There you can download it, and you can also leave a question. <laughs> and what I would love to know is if you agree with me or Charlie. And I will tell you, I am crazy OCD. And there's like all these boxes on the list, but there's one box that doesn't line up and it's literally like <laughs> burning a hole in my eye and I'm begging Charlie to change it. I'm not changing she it. She refuses to change it. <laughs> and I want to hear, I want to know, and, and we will report on a future podcast, the results of this important experiment. But I know I can count on our educated, no, stop caring it. listeners <laughs> to agree with me and say, Charla. Please change the box. All right. We are talking about boredom today. Okay. Well, this is, boredom is, it's an important topic because kids are going to struggle with this. Like there are going to be times, long car drives, uh, Christmas break. Sitting in a summer, restaurant. Sitting in a restaurant. Oh my gosh. The kids on the phones. Uh, but with, so let's talk about like as parents, the trap we fall into when we spend our energy and our money like trying just to entertain our kids all the time. Yeah, so I learned this one the hard way. Um, <laughs> I feel like I say that every week, but you this, learned a lot of lessons I, the hard way, Charlie. I really did. Is there an know? easy way? <laughs> it's that's that's a podcast. The podcast is the easy way. Yes. I, well, yes. So hopefully you guys are just learning from me rather than the hard way because. I was an only child and I was really super lonely and I was bored. And, you know, when it came time to having my son and I was a stay at home mom and I just, I just felt like it was my job to entertain my son, you know, like that, that's what I did. He wasn't in school. Um, you know, he was too little then. And, you know, so I felt like it was my job to have a fun activity each day for us both to look forward to. And I don't know, that's probably not a bad plan, but it just, unfortunately, 
it just doesn't stop there. We as humans just, we tend to consume more and more. We consume all that's given to us plus more. And I learned that with my son. One activity wasn't enough. And it was like, what are we doing next? And those questions came with more and more frequency. And I just, I felt honored that he wanted to hang out with me. And, you know, one time there was like a little question someone asked and it was like, who's your best friend? And my son wrote me, his mom. And I thought that was, I was like, oh, and I just felt like, oh. I think that's still the case today. I don't know. I don't know. But I just felt like I needed to craft each day filled with fun. That that was filled with adventures filled with every adventure. day for the three-year-old. But, <laughs> but I was just too good at it. And my son lost whatever ability he might have had to entertain himself. And he just developed a habit of looking to others to amuse him. And and then, you know, as he as he grew old, older, he stopped looking to others to amuse him and started looking to screens to amuse him. And and that's just it's just a bad pattern. It just won't work as an adult. There's a chance he learned some of this from me. <laughs> like I I I don't do boredom well. I don't do silence well. Mm-hmm. I don't do kind of I don't sit well. I just I'm, my energy's high. I have been told I'm ADHD. I don't know that I agree with it, but I I like to be active. I like to do stuff. I I like in uh, in business meetings. I fidget. I snack. Uh, I tear apart paper clips. Um, and so, like you know, I make fun of Charlie for having a list. I have my own list on the weekends because I do get bored. I will make a list of stuff that just kind of keep me going throughout the weekend. And Charlie makes fun of me because she's like, "Look at this list," and I will put little things on the list. Like I might do like. Uh, take out the trash, but I'll, I'll put it on there. Just scratching off the list makes me feel better. <laughs> sure. But I've also noticed that when I have forced you to relax and sit still and, you know, just, just talk or, um, read a book or whatever, some of your best ideas, um, have come from that space. Some of your reflections on yourself, and um, and how you might show up in the world have happened during that those times of um, of quietness. So it's not my natural state. Though. It is not. It is not. But it's important to embrace boredom and not have our kids learn to run from it. Because in boredom is when you get creative. It's when you reflect. It's when you your mind wanders and you kind of you have ideas. You have thoughts. And also, you know, it helps with patience because you're not running at such a high, frantic pace all the time. You know, pace, you can just um, develop patience. Um, You're tolerating discomfort and perseverance um, through the less stimulating moments of life. You know, um, Matt struggles in traffic. (laughs) I don't do well in traffic. Thank goodness I work from home. That's correct, because he just, he's like, go, people, go, go, go. You know, when you're always at that pace, and and I wouldn't have him. I mean, part of what I love is his energy and is how effective he is in getting stuff done, but you can't run that hot all the time. So letting your kids know that um, they need to slow down, don't run from boredom, it's okay, is, is really important. So... 
I got some ideas. You have a list. <laughs> I, li- I actually, I'm looking at the list, and yes. I, even as I look at the list, the one box. Stop. It's, I'm just saying it's driving me crazy. Fine. But I, I'm going to give a couple ideas from the list today. Uh, and some of these were ones that I did as kids. So, like, one of the ones, they're, they're kind of almost silly, but like, one was like, did you ever make like the stacking of the dominoes? You just get like a lot of dominoes and you make little patterns and then you have them kind of tinkle over. And like, I could spend hours. I would go to my grandmother's house and she had you know, several packages of dominoes. And then we would like play other, like add other things that like make these little machines to knock over the dominoes and funny patterns. And before we knew it, like we could burn hours on a rainy day doing something like that. Or uh, another favorite for me was uh, I love paper airplanes. And so I would try to make different paper airplane designs and put different weights on them, like little paper clips or pieces of tape to see how far I could throw them or how accurate I could do it. Just little games like that that actually kind of, you know, drives from creativity, uh, almost kind of artsy. I'm not an artsy person, but those kind of activities that just kind of, you know, ate some time, but actually let me kind of develop a skill and, and, and focus uh, and and kind of make it through make it through what might have otherwise been boring times could have been a lot of fun yes yes and i also think it's important to help your kids feel comfortable being alone helping them understand the difference between being alone and being lonely because there is a that's difference a, that's a huge difference there is a difference and you know my daughter um she doesn't like being alone and she equates being alone with being lonely. And I knew early on there was this little girl at the Mother's Morning Out program. And you know how some little girls can just be that sort of queen bee? Um, this There was a little queen bee in their class. And all the girls flittered around this little girl. And she was mean. And my daughter did not like her. So I was like, you know what, Kate? you can just play with someone else. And she's like, I can't play with someone else because everybody plays with her. And I was like, you know what? You can just play by yourself. And she looked at me like I had hit my head. And she literally said, now she was so cute and sweet. and She's a really cute kid. Yeah. She's like, Mommy, I would rather have a bad friend than no friend. And man, that that's just, a pretty heartbreaking whoo, comment. It hit me hard. You know what? I'd like to go back and talk to that young girl, <laughs> this little queen bee. I'll, yeah, trip, it just, clip her wings. It just hit me hard because I didn't want her to have this equating loneliness with being alone. I needed her to understand that it's okay to be alone. And it may not be your preferred state, but it isn't something that you would need to sacrifice your feelings for or your values for just to be around somebody. So I'm telling you, from that moment on... I gave her um, a mandated quiet time, you mm-hmm. know, because I that. Yep, yep, because you know she was a second kid, and so Jack was kind of always around. They're five years apart, so I didn't giving her a quiet time didn't buy me anything because Jack was still around. So I just kind of let her hang out. But man, when she said that, I started making her spend two mm-hmm. hours in her room so that she could get comfortable with the herself and, yeah. and so that she would develop that. And she still doesn't love it today. She's an extrovert. She gets her energy from other people, but teaching them to get comfortable with some downtime is really, really important. And, you know, having them go to their own selves and creativity and rather than a screen is just really, really big. 
that, you know, she probably gets her extroversion from me. I'm a crazy extrovert. I remember in high school, I took one of those kind of tests uh, and I scaled 99 on the test and the doctor said, actually, we've never seen someone scale as high on extroversion. If we could give you 100, we would have given that, but the scale stops at 99. And it is hard for me to kind of just sit in silence and be peaceful and restful and mind and mindful. So that that's the kind of thing that you can actually, like you said, Charla, help your kids work through when they're young, teach them. And I, I'm going to go on a tangent here. Oh, no. I have a pet peeve. <laughs> we haven't talked about this. I'm off script. Oh. So please, like, just oh. bear with me. Okay. If you are at a restaurant with your child. Okay. You know where I'm going with this. I do. I know. It's my pet peeve. It drives me nuts. I know. It, and your kid is too bored. They just want to get their phone out or they brought in a game system. Do not let them have that. <laughs> that is the worst thing you can do. You're at a restaurant. You're 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 there. You're having a meal. This is a time for community to discuss about, you know, your day, their day, hopes and dreams, your future, a holiday. Like, just letting them get lost in a video game and just disconnect from their family. It is it's terrible, and I see it all the time, and it breaks my heart, partly because I love my family, I love spending time with them, and partly because I know what they're missing out on is this other broader discussion and learning how to socialize. We can't just let our kids fight boredom by plugging into a screen every time it's convenient. Well, yes, but on the other side of it, I do agree with you, but I can see how it happens because in those that kid who is not able to sit still at a table and be quiet, they sit there and they bother the parents and they're whiny and they're noisy or whatever. And so in that moment, it is very, very hard to begin that argument. And so it's so much easier to just turn the screen well, it's on. It's a practice. You can't start. It's a practice. You've you got to start, start before dinner. the restaurant. Okay, I'm fine with that. Now, yep. I've got one other pet peeve. No, let's Let stay me, here no. for a minute because what I want to say is that you... You can, it, it is possible to say, we are going out to, to dinner. Oh, great, Mommy, where are we going? Oh, I'm sorry, you, you're you not going to go. You're going to stay home with a babysitter or a grandparent or whatever because you can't sit at a restaurant and be quiet. Like, it is possible to keep them from that activity because of their inability to sit wow, still. And that tough. way they learn Oh, the expectation. And so, you know, again, I love to eat out and I certainly understand it, but I would encourage you to resist the urge. It is so easy to turn on a screen, um, but it backfires in other times, you know, because when they get older, they will punch out when you don't want them to. As teenagers, they're just going to get deeper and deeper into that screen and, and less connected to your family. Okay. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this week. I'm, I know we're running a little bit long, so I just want to kind of encourage everybody um, to go to the website, the It's Not About Money podcast.com. That's the first time I've ever said that correctly. I so know. It's really good. I'm really proud, proud of, of you. I, when you said website, I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's the <laughs> It's Not About Money podcast.com website. Yes. And you can download the list. Correct. The dreaded I'm bored. When you hear the I'm dreaded I'm bored from your kid, go get the list. Check it out. Add your own ideas. Feel free to share your ideas. But most importantly, no. Yes, most importantly, <laughs> uh, subscribe oh, and sure. send us an email that lets us know whether you agree with me that she's got the box in the wrong place. It's essential. I need a handful of you guys to agree with me. If you don't agree with me, what? 
Don't say anything at all. No, stop it. I'm, I'm stuffing the ballot box. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we will see. Well, you know what? I said we will see you back here last time, but we will... What do you say? You will hear you? Hear yeah. You? Come back next week and listen to us again. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. We're not seeing anybody. Excellent. All right. Bye, y'all.